Is that a good opener? I don't know where that. Hey, I've seen I've seen Phantom Menace a bunch of times. I don't know where the. I can think it sounded like was that the Southern Soul version. I only want to be with Yeah, that's basically what it was. Jeremy Spoken. <laughs> wow. Okay. Hello. Welcome to the 39th episode and the Star Wars special. This podcast is officially old enough to cheat on its wife with uh, its secretary. 39. Nice. Mm-hmm. And we're one episode away from our mid-cast crisis. There you go. I'm pretty excited about it, honestly. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna make, I'm make some big splashy purchases. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna forget I have a family and all the responsibilities. Gonna get a nice mixing board. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. This is a very expensive mixing board that we won't even plug in. Oh yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. So, uh, hello. How are you doing, Ryan? Uh, I'm all right. I'm all yeah. right. We talked about this. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for this podcast. I'm yes. excited to be here and record. Same here. It's yeah. been a while since we recorded in the same room together. Mm-hmm. So it's nice. I miss those days. So here we are. This is good. I'm excited. I think just jump right into it. What do you think? I mean, I'm I'm just ready. I mean, if you're still, Star if you're still listening after that intro, yeah. we should probably. Hey, 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 they're actually going to cast Darius Rucker instead of mm. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor is on as like a consultant. Yeah. But they wanted to go with the diversity uh, casting. So I like that. And with Darius. I like that. Rock me mama like a Tuscan Raider. <laughs> yes. Good. Yep. I'm excited. So uh, I wanted to start by, I have finally watched The Mandalorian. Okay. All five episodes that have come out so far. Nice. And uh, I have to say, utterly fantastic. So, yeah, it's great. Beautiful. Baby Yoda is amazing. He is. Look, it's a stolen joke. I'm going to say it anyways. I would use Baby Groot as firewood to save Baby Yoda's life. <laughs> I haven't heard that. I, I, I said that to someone, and they go, You showed that on a post online! I'm like, yeah, I did. Fuck you. It's <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah. Uh, baby, yeah, baby Groot is, is cute, but... Baby Yoda, little, little man. Little Baby Yoda. And the thing is, Baby me? Groot, you know he's going to grow back. Baby Yoda, he's just... It's going to take so long. Exactly. I just want to make... Exactly. He's, I want to make sure he's okay. It's going to take, like, 800 years for him to become, like, a dogmatic, yeah. you know, flawed... Yeah. Uh, like leader of a of a you know yeah. religious order. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I saw another thing that said uh, I can't wait, or I, I want to see the season of Mandalorian where baby Lo- baby Yoda hits his terrible two hundreds. <laughs> terrible two hundreds. Oh, that's yeah. pretty good too. Yeah, I also like the amount of practical effects that you. Yes. What's great about the Mandalorian is that this feels like. It's like we haven't had we've had Star Wars and uh, you know for a lot of people mm-hmm. it's been great to have it back but we haven't had the Star Wars where it's like okay everybody's back on the same page yeah. like it there's been so much divisive yeah. like about whether you like Ray you Even don't like Ray Seven had had absolutely yeah. Seven had a ton of division around yeah. it it's nice that there's like and it's not that it's perfect it's just that it's oh it's perfect <laughs> it's just it's not causing. No. Anybody to shoot and it's not that it's like pulling any punches. It's still no. doing what it wants to do. Yeah. It's not no kid gloves are on. No. But it's just so well crafted and there's such a there's so much love in how it's made. Yeah. That everyone's everyone's on the same page. Critics love it, fans love it. And I have to say too, to get 
me to care so much about a character that I can't see his face. That's nuts. That says a lot about the writing. Mm-hmm. says a lot about the direction. Just everything. I mean, all around. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. So good. I, I actually, I was 15 minutes into the first episode, and I called one of my friends who's a big Star Wars fan. And I was like, hey, dude, Mandalorian fucking claps. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I told you. And yep. I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. I don't think I've ever liked anything Star Wars this much. And he's like, it's really good. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, the thing about the fucking theme, it sounds so timeless. You know exactly what it is. And like, it sounds like it came from a spaghetti western. Mm-hmm. So that sounds familiar. But at the same time, it sounds like it's Star Wars. It's just so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yep. Fuck. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, I don't want to spoil anything. No, yeah. Episode three, that big moment at the end, awesome. Probably the coolest Star Wars moment in decades. Yeah, no, I know. What you, and it's it's interesting because, like, for, you know, we have, like, the movies that people consume. Mm-hmm. For a long time, like, it was all about the books are written. Yeah. Like, from the period, from, like, the and end. And the comics, too. The Dark Horse comics. From the end of, uh, the end, like, when, you know, Last Je- Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi came out until, like, the late 90s. We just, they just had the books. Mm-hmm. A lot of books are like that. Yeah. There's, a, like, a lot of books that just capture this the theme yeah. and the atmosphere perfectly I like I think this. I found a good word to describe the original trilogy. Go ahead. Um, at least the, the feel of it. Mm-hmm. It felt very, like, analog. It was futuristic, but it was analog. I think love, about their, their tracking love sensors. Stuff. Oh, I love it. I love, I love it. the like, 70s version of the future. Yes. I love it. But it's funny because it doesn't track to the, the prequel trilogy because you're like, mm-hmm. um, very clearly you're more advanced than this. Yeah. You have a sh- then, like a chromium sleek ship exactly. with no, no edges. Yes. But then when you look at the sequel trilogy, you're almost like, well, this doesn't make sense after the original trilogy. Well, and they don't uh, – to me, the, the sequel trilogy doesn't capture that analog feeling. Oh, I think I think they they try extra they hard. They try to. extra hard, but I don't think they do it. But I think Mandalorian mm-hmm. just takes it in because mm-hmm. there's also something about to me Disney Star Wars that's super like dark thematically. True, like they they just wash in gray palettes, and Mandalorian is somehow analog, but also takes in that gray palette, and it's just to me, ah, fuck, it's good. Yeah, I, I have. I think a lot of that like lack of analog you're talking about yeah. just comes from the. Um, it just comes from the quality of film that we have yeah. right now. So I like when you're talking about like the rebels, you're talking about that. It is like that kind of that classic feel mm-hmm. of the original Star Wars. But whenever they show the first order, it's just so sleek. Yeah, it and is. It's so it feels good. JJ Abrams lens flare yeah. that you're like, wait a second, what, yeah. what am I watching right here? Yeah, it's definitely stylistically right. driven this last mm-hmm. um, trilogy. And that's like Rogue One. It, yeah, it has that analog feel because they keep it all on that yeah. level. Yeah, and side. I, that to me, up until Mandalorian, was the one that felt the closest. Yep. Yeah, but yeah. I just I personally in general have problem with creating like problems with creating something for the sake of explaining other things. Mm -hmm. And so I liked rogue one. I thought there were some great performances. I liked a lot of the effects. I thought the story was good. I just thought on the basis of, we didn't need to make this movie. I didn't need it explained to me why the exhaust shaft was there. Yeah. I I didn't need it. it, Yeah. I didn't uh, need it. Like I'm already suspending my disbelief with everything else. And Trust me, you know. I'm sure everyone knows by now. I nitpick anyways. Mm-hmm. But, like, I wasn't sitting there going, like, oh, where was your exhaust port? And I know a lot of people were. If you were, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, to make an entire movie when we could have had an Obi-Wan movie, a Boba Fett movie. But instead, the Obi-Wan movie would have just been to describe what he did during the time that he was. But I don't think you're expl- – like, you're not you retconning anything. You're not, you're not making – You're not explaining anything. Right. And you're that just... was my problem with the Solo movie, too. Oh, all of it. Every single thing. The entire... That's where he gets the blaster. Oh, that's a blaster! 
sure. That's, that's how we got the money in Falcon. Yeah. And the, when they had the frivolous thing where he like shot off the escape pod, I'm like, I didn't need that explained. I never questioned why <laughs> there was a hole in the Millennium Falcon. I just figured there was a hole. Like, yeah. what didn't, the fuck? Didn't even notice it. Yeah. But, uh, the biggest fuck you. The biggest yeah, fuck you. You're what? You're sitting here. You've already paid. Yeah. Was what's your last name? I don't have a last name. Well, I guess you're Han Solo. That. Fuck you! Imagine, that, imagine uh, how different it would have been if he was like, if that wasn't such like a quippy, like you know, recruiting agent. Yeah, he would have been like Han by himself. Yeah, Han, or Han blank jerk off. Get yeah. out of here. That would have completely changed the flavor Han of the poor original. man. Exactly. Yeah, I, I will say meeting Chewie was kind of funny. I mean, that wasn't that didn't feel like they were just hitting you over the head with it. Mm. But the blaster, oh my, Woody Harrelson hand. Oh, that's how we got it. That's how we got the blaster. It's not like they made a big, he kind of just handed it to him. But you know what I mean. It wasn't and like also, he lifted it up and his hair flew up like Harry Potter yeah. with a wand. Like, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I will say. You're a wizard. You're a smuggler, Han. You're a smuggler, Han. You're a space wizard, Harry. I also was really annoyed. I just felt it was so frivolous to put Dark Maul in. I'm sorry. It, just, it was a cool moment. I love Dark Maul. But to have, take Dark Maul out of the movie. Is it the same movie? But he, it, it, it that does make sense movie. why he's there. That is his gang. No, it I makes get sense it. Why he's there? I get it. But it was also like it's for that. Sweet, it was member berries. It's for that sweet, sweet Han Solo Disney Plus TV show that's going to be coming out. That's okay because they signed that dude to like three movies. Did they really? Yeah, he's got three movies on a contract, Ugh. and I think that means it's going to be a TV show because he's not going to be. They're not going to yeah. do any more movies with him. Well, the Obi Wan show is going to be a mini series, just so you know. Well, that's good. Yeah, I would love it if they depicted him killing. Uh, mall for the last time well they already did that i know but i would like to see it live back <laughs> too bad it, it exists you gotta watch it in cartoon you gotta be like Fuck me you. this is a little story for the listeners there was a summer it was the actually it was the it was the spring of 2017 mm-hmm. i was on internship a co-op away from school i didn't have any friends so i watched you all still don't i watched it still don't but i watched <laughs> all of star wars rebels like by myself and i would just sit there like just struggling through episodes where it's like, oh no, like, like they're on a, a hilarious hijinks just so I could get to those sweet little nuggets of mm-hmm. like that advance the canon, like Obi Wan killing yeah. Darth Maul, or I don't know, like Kanan Jarrus is like teaching, yeah. uh, you know, someone how to do the you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're gonna have to suffer through it if you want to see that. That's just how we'll it goes. See. That's just how it goes. I, I watched the first episode of Clone Wars and I was like, eh. Clone Wars is yeah. You got to watch select episodes of Clone yeah. Wars. Other than that, it's just like Jar Jar and you know like C3PO hijinks. Well, you know they're bringing another season, right? Like they're gonna do another one. Yeah, no, it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be dope. Real quick, favorite Star Wars character. Favorite Star Wars character. And pull from Legends. Pull from I don't care what you pull from. Favorite character. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna say anyone like Darth Revan. Like, I don't know that much about yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, about the extended um, universe. Did I? I just I love me some I love me some Luke Skywalker, man. Luke, really? I love me some Luke. Hello there. Mine is always gonna be Obi Wan. Obi Wan's good. So awesome. He's flawed. Favorite. Fuck you. He tells the truth from a certain point of view. Okay. Favorite. Um, also known as George Lucas hadn't written the script yet. Yes. <laughs> Favorite um, movie, Star Wars movie. Oh, Empire. I love Empire. Em- yeah, I love Empire. Followed probably. I like. I really like Phantom Menace. We talked about this. Yeah, and then and then like New Hope. Those like my top three. Yeah. If I'm not trying to be a shithead, my favorite one would either be three or four. Okay. I really. I know. I don't know why people shit on Revenge of the Sith. People don't. They say it's the best of the new. I have trilogy. seen people say it's their least favorite movie. Yeah. 
I mean, I, get, I don't get it. I get, it's, it's, it's a good movie. I I really like the third one. Just the fight alone on Mustafar is great. Um, that's when they. That's the first time they do Duel of the Fates, right? Or was that in the first one? Duel of the Fates is from the Ma- the Darth Maul duel. What's, don't they have a specific song for the third fight though? Yeah, it's like it's like battle on Mustafar or something. Yeah, that's. I mean, that score alone is amazing. It, just the the visual effects yeah. that people who didn't see that in theaters probably mm-hmm. miss out on that. That was like an amazing, amazing. spectacle. I also and I, I do w- think that the dialogue between them, like for what, like the prequels dialogue mm-hmm. is trash. But the dialogue in that sequence is great. You can't tell me you didn't actually feel emotion between the two of them. Where Obi-Wan was like, you really are my brother, dude. And that, when you you think about it, he wasn't supposed to even be his master. Didn't even want to take him on. Took him on. Mm -hmm. But he didn't treat him like a master apprentice. He treated him like a brother. And the fact that it was just so emotional for Mm -hmm. me to be like, I really don't want to do this. And another reason why I love Obi-Wan, it's well known, Obi-Wan isn't a very strong Jedi. Mm-hmm. But he just practiced a lot. Yep. He's very good at school and at studying. That fucking moment in the the fight in the third where they both force push each other at the same time, mm-hmm. that shows how strong he is through training mm-hmm. as opposed to Anakin's just raw midichlorian talent. And I, I thought that was awesome. That's just such a good moment. Yeah. Like I, I, I really like the third. The fourth I really like too because the fourth to me is just like – it's classic, classic. like yeah. fucking let's go get it it's, Star Wars. It's, it's like one of the greatest moments in movie history yeah. like everything you're watching every scene it just mm-hmm. feels so it's fun iconic. yeah 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 so i would say three or four is my favorite okay for sure have i given my my rewrite for the prequels i hate how people do that but i have one rewrite for the prequels that i think would have made it better uh no that that's an interesting let's do okay because i You've sent me videos before, and I've watched. I you know I get sucked oh, into the I rabbit hole on YouTube. I love those. Yeah. You love rewrites. I, I know them. you do because you sent me a bunch for BBS. I, lo- I love fan fiction. Yeah, exactly. So this is my rewrite for just for the prequels, and I, I I'm not going to remember all the details to to plug in like why it would make more sense, but I remember just sort of the general ones. Mm-hmm. I think that in the second slash third movie, Padme should have married somebody else. I think she still should have been having sex with Anakin. I think they still should have been hooking up. I wanted to see... I needed to see the full penetration. (laughs) We did, essentially, when he forced that pear pear into into her her mouth. mouth. That was very uncomfortable. I think that Padme having another husband would have added a lot to the value of the prequels. Mainly because I think the moment in 5 would have been a... It would have actually been a surprise. It was never going to be a surprise, it was but ne- yeah. But yeah. it would have been more of a surprise. Yeah. If you would, it, it, I, Again, this I, I'm, I'm going to sound hypocritical. It's almost explaining that issue, like that Luke didn't know that. And also at one point, Vader didn't know. In mm-hmm. the fourth one, Vader wasn't really sure. Mm-hmm. What a better way to explain that than this whole time he thought that she was pregnant with another guy's kids. Even though he was, he, I mean, he was at the scene of the smash. He would have known there was a chance that it was his kid. Exactly, but he thought it was, or Padme said, it's not yours, get away from me. Mm. That gives him a reason to be upset. That sure. gives him a reason to try to take over the galaxy, because he's like, no, 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 look what I've done for you. Mm-hmm. Fuck this other guy. I think he's got a good enough reason to try to take over the galaxy to save his wife. Like, his, but he's driven by trying to save his You get his what I'm saying, children. right? I also hate the fact that, no, like... Jedi aren't supposed to get married. Anakin's blatantly married to Padme and nobody cares. Dude, they were hiding. If you watch the third one, if you watch Revenge of the Sith, they are hiding behind a, a column. Pillar. There's yeah. a column yeah. in the way. Mm-hmm. No one can see them. Yeah. Go Down back. Massive Jedi Temple. Watch the entire I saw series. I saw it. And then pause in the column and it'll all make yeah. sense. Okay. I also think, I just think it would have added a lot to it. I think I think it would have done a lot. I think it would have given, given Anakin a lot more motivation. Right. I think it would have helped with the confusion with the kids. Sure. 
And it would have been so simple, too. It yeah. would have been super simple. Sure. And you could have made him... Uh, fuck it. You could have made him one of Darth Sidious's acolytes. Or you could have made him someone so polar opposite to Dark Sidious. And that was one thing where Padme was torn between this guy, Anakin, who's basically his right-hand man, and her real husband that she's not in love with, who's totally not. Hmm. So that's my rewrite. I, Interesting. Like I said, I forgot. I I had this really great argument like two mm-hmm. years ago when I rewatched the and whole series. And you made series. all these points. And I made all these points, remember. and I totally uh, forgot no, all of them. But no. I think that was my rewrite. I just I think it would have been it would have been more impactful. Yeah. I think it would have been a little bit better. Sure. I think I think the prequels were intended to be a little. Stra- I mean, they're for kids. They're movies for they're kids. for children. But I also uh, they were intended to be a little more straightforward. Yeah. Than, yeah, than that with the intergalactic trade federation, mm-hmm. and it was all just yeah. a lot of it was just like. Like like you said, yeah. member berries. Member like, berries here. Like, oh, that makes that's sense. Really cool. Oh my yeah. gosh, look his shadow. He's Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, they, that's uh, well. What's great about fan fiction is they go back and they they rewrite. Yeah. a lot of that stuff, mm-hmm. and and you can see that the framework is there. Just little little nitpicks here and there that change everything. Yeah, um, and to a lot of people who only consume the movies, when you have something that's this big. And you have little spin-offs and other parts of it. Yeah. For something like Clone Wars, the TV show that we were talking about, it is almost like fan fiction. Because yeah. all they know is that the Hayden Christensen kind of was very robotic as the mm-hmm. actor. And is, but if you watch that show, you know that the character is really charismatic. Yeah. You know that he's, you know, people are drawn to him. He's like a tactician. You know, all this other stuff about it. But no one's going to sit down and watch a kid's show, like 60 hours of a kid's yeah. show. No one's going to sit down and read 500,000 words of fan fiction. Except for us. Except for us, which we did both of. Yes. So it's 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 just interesting. It's like that stuff might as well be fan fiction because it's yeah. not, not even canon to the majority of people who are paying billions totally of dollars agree. to go see yeah. this. They're watching the movies. They're not watching the shows. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why, that's why I like Mandalorian. As of right now, it's nothing to do with this, the, the Skywalker saga. That's so far. As of right now. So far. I said as of right now. So far. Yeah, so that was my rewrite, but I, I don't know. I... I have a weird relationship. I have a really easy rewrite, and it's one that a lot of people right. have. Phantom Menace, just make Anakin older. Just have Hayden Christensen yeah. be in that one. Make totally him, agree. Make him cool. Totally agree. That's it. Yeah. Everything else will be fine. Yeah. Uh, no Jake Lloyd. No offense. No Jake Lloyd. No, they should have just done an older Anakin from the beginning. Yep. And also, don't ever mention midichlorians. <laughs> but that's okay. I just have a weird relationship with Star Wars. It's one of those franchises where like, I put a lot of time into learning about, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't really like it. So I don't get why... I, I, I don't know. I guess because when I was a kid, I had such an infatuation with it. Yeah. Um, and and where, where, do you, where do you think... Okay, this would be interesting. Where yeah. do you think that infatuation... Because I'll, I'll, I'll answer first. Yeah. Where do you think that infatuation comes from? Because I know a lot of people are like, oh, I love like Han Solo mm-hmm. and the blasters and all that stuff. Or, Dude, all I didn't about care the, about, about the, the laser trilogy. swords. Yeah. All about the laser swords. That's all I cared about. That's what got me in. It was nothing... I didn't care about the ships. Yeah. I didn't care about mm-hmm. the, the blasters. I was like... I want a lightsaber. I'll answer your question, but first, it's a pet peeve of mine when people want to like downplay Star Wars and be like, "It's space wizards and laser swords. Why do you care so much?" Fuck you. Right. Fuck you. Everyone has something that like. Come on, give me but a break. It's just like, first off, it's not, and secondly, fuck you. Like, because you know when people, if, if someone criticizes like Last Jedi, and they go, "Oh, well, oh, you're mad about that, but you're going to accept the space wizards and laser swords." We're yeah, all taking that. We're all taking that. Coming into it. Well, also, sometimes there are rules in a universe, and part of those rules are space wizards and laser swords. Cool. Though they're not laser swords, they're lightsabers, mm-hmm. first off. George Lucas calls them laser swords. George Lucas is a little punk-ass <laughs> bitch. Um, he he's not writing any You know what? Right I also hate Star Wars fans because they go, George Lucas didn't know what he had. No, he did. He created it. He had it. What are you talking about? Like, I understand that it's been co-opted in the, the, the stories. 
the, the he only directed the fourth, and then it was totally taken off his hands for five and six. I totally get it. Yep. But he created it. Like he knows what he had. He was. More, he knows what he stole. He's like the 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 technical. Like we talked yeah. about this. He's all about the technical wizard. Yeah. Wizardry and the advancements yeah. that are like yeah. still like, in the minutia that no one else cares about, but George does. Yeah. And I respect him for that. And they almost went bankrupt just yeah. trying to make a camera that yeah. could like film these scenes. And if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have all Absolutely. this CG or all this technology. The echoes so. are still being yeah. heard today. Yeah. And they will probably for the rest of the time. So what got me into it was I would probably say the second movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my my dad, I don't think, has ever watched a Star Wars movie. So it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a family thing. Mm-hmm. I had an uncle that loved Star Wars, but... Uh, it was mainly like my friends at school and my brother and I, and it was sort of like a thing for me and my brother to bond over it was like two and three episodes, two and three. And I had a lot of friends at school that loved yeah. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was, um, it was Obi-Wan that got me into it. I just really, really liked Obi-Wan Kenobi. I have a picture of me. I went to a friend's birthday party in like fourth or fifth grade and uh, I dressed as Obi-Wan Kenobi with the beard and everything. Nice. It was great. So Nice. Was it the same painted-on beard that he has in that one scene? Yeah, it was painted on. <laughs> so it was... There's it was, a scene, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. There's like a scene where it was like after they, they went mm-hmm. back to reshoot it, so you and McGregor had, had shaved. Yeah. They like put a fake beard on him. Oh, it God. Sucked. It looked... YouTube, it looks awful. God damn. It looks awful. Also, I, I, I saw a thing recent about Jar Jar. Mm-hmm. And you know the guy that played Jar Jar actually wanted to kill himself at one point. Yeah, he oh, was yeah. going to pull the well, trigger. Like, he, he was going to do talk, it. Talk about cyberbullying. Yeah, man, that guy was ravaged. And again, I've was, said this what was, before. What was, his, what was his name? Yeah, you can look it up. Yep, I've said this before. When someone says blank ruined my childhood, Jar Jar Binks did not ruin your childhood. If it was that fragile, your childhood probably fucking <laughs> it sucked. sucked. It okay, sucked. Ahmed Best. Yes, Ahmed, Ahmed Best. Best. You know what? Mad respect for Ahmed Best, because that dude took mad shit after the first episode and came back for the second and the third. Well, here's the thing. Like, like Ahmed Best, along with Andy Serkis, is at the forefront of mocap, really? of, of mocap technology. He really which, is. Which, which we have. Yeah. He gives a great physical performance. He really, and the voice and everything. You know what? You know, a cool, cool, quick trivia nugget. When they were recording with him live action, he actually wore a helmet since yep. Jar Jar's taller than he mm-hmm. is. And they were told to look at the helmet, to look at Jar Jar's face on the helmet instead of him. Yep. But I saw this thing where he was talking about how he used to get bullied. He used to get made fun of. He got he had all this stuff that happened to him. And George sat down with him and he, he basically said, hey, you're getting hate now. But 10, 20 years down the line, the kids that grew up with you are actually going to cherish you. And now that we're reaching that point, he's actually said he gets nothing but love now. Well, I mean, I, it's it's like how Hayden Christensen's yeah. getting like invited back to Star Wars Celebration. Well, that's because he's, he's... going to be in the ninth. <laughs> he was on set. He was. I'm maybe, maybe he's maybe he's in the like costuming now. Maybe he was doing makeup. Who knows? Who knows? What or he maybe said. he's in the movie as a Force ghost, just Who like knows? at the end of six. Who knows? It wouldn't make sense. He never got trained to be a Force ghost. So how yep, is that possible? No. Whatever. What do you think about uh, Disney Plus changing? Han shooting first again. I don't care. Han shot first. It's all good. You know they changed it though, right? Makoki. 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 Culkin. Culkin doesn't matter. The only reason that was ever a thing is because George Lucas got upset by it. Yeah. Again, he got in his own freaking way. Yeah. The guy gets in his own way. And I, I will, uh, for all the respect that I will throw at him, also, bro, when you put the movie out, it's finished. Because he, he said, oh, a movie's never finished. Mm, when that, you put it out, it's sort it's, of finished. It's, it's like that Kanye West album <laughs> came out was garbage, and then like you streamed it two weeks later on Spotify, and you're like, this actually sounds good. It completely changed it. Did he? Oh, yeah. Well, that was the life of Pablo. But yeah, same same thing with George Lucas. Wow. And well, we talk a lot about like kind of the authority of the creators. Mm-hmm. There's like, the, sometimes... 
sometimes it, you know they have a good idea, but they just gotta they have to delegate. They gotta yeah. become the CEO of their yeah. creative property. A guy like uh, was Dave Filoni, the guy who did mm-hmm. uh, Clone Wars and is all around Mandalorian. Yeah, that guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, that guy that guy knows Star Wars. He wrote and directed the fifth episode of Mandalorian. If that tells you anything, yeah, because that is the least plot driving episode, but the most lore specific. Right, and great a, episode. And he's a producer on all. In, like, it's interesting where. It's almost like fan fiction is like an avenue. Like if you yeah. really like Star Wars, like Dave Filoni loved Star mm-hmm. Wars, he now is the guy. He's now setting yeah. setting the tone for everything. And what's cool if you think about like with Star Wars, and you can think about with comics too. It's almost like you can use fan fiction to help cultivate your tools in yep. your writing toolbox. You use that to create something original, and then you get big enough. And then you can actually write those things that you wrote. That's what happened with Tom King. I don't know if he used fanfic. I can't. I can't speak on that. <laughs> I like to think he did. I would love to think he did. He was like but, a CIA like operative. Yeah, yeah, and he's writing fanfic, torturing people in the Middle East, cranking out some fanfic. But when he would go back and forth between the Middle East, he would sit there and read graphic novels, and that was his cover. He was reading them anyways, but like no one expected him to be in the CIA. And then he wrote a book, Once Crowded Sky. I love that book. Just from that, boom, let's put you on Grayson. Does really well on Grayson, boom, let's put you on Batman. Does really well on that, boom. And like, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. They just gave him Kate Blanchett to do Strange Adventures, mm-hmm. gave him Kate Blanchett for mm-hmm. um, Mr. Miracle. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost neat to think that like you can use, you know, you can use this means to refine your skills. Of course. And that can turn you into Dave Filoni one day, maybe. You know what I mean? And they're, now that we're growing these massive franchises, they're going to need more people that know the lore. Exactly. So, so it's like these people who are cranking away fan fiction. Yeah. What a waste of time. No, it's like they're, they're practicing. You could potentially, yeah. They're practicing. Maybe. There's, there's, there's opening. I'm not it. to say it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Last bit and then we'll get into the fic. Predictions for nine or hopes for nine. Prediction slash hopes. Hopes for nine. A new hope for nine? I mean, I had a lot of hopes for eight going to a dark uh, place. I yeah. know they're not going to go to a dark place at the end of nine. No. Why would they? So, I mean, I'm looking just like probably like a redemption arc for Kylo Ren, like he comes back around Darth Vader style. Now, to fight you on that, did you hear what Adam Driver said recently? No. Why would Kylo have to get redeemed? He said in an interview, why does my character have to be redeemed? It's true. There's nothing saying he has to be he's, redeemed. He's a Skywalker. He's got he's to bring balance at the end. That's 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 my only reasoning. That's my I, only reason, and I and I know it's going. Here's here's what I think might happen. Yeah. It'll be like she like Ray's going to have Kylo in a compromising position, um, in in the sense of sexually, like, in the sense that she like beats him in a duel or whatever, yeah. and she's going to have a chance to kill him, and she's going to be like, no, and she's going to throw a lightsaber away into like some body of water, yeah. and be like, no, like I can't, like we got to got to redeem you. It's a cl- it's a classic like Star Wars like hero thing. It's like they're not going to kill the person who has gotten so many glimmers of being good again. You can't just like throw that away. Unless you're Ryan Johnson, then go ahead and throw it away. I'm going to tell you, I think Kylo is not going to be redeemed. And I think that Disney has really, really... And look, I'm not calling her a Mary Sue. I'm not criticizing her in the slightest. But I think Disney has really, really pushed Rey. Yeah. But like it or not, they have I like driven her forward. Yep. And I like Rey. Love it. I really do like Rey. Mm-hmm. Daisy Ridley is a very attractive woman I as well. I think she's a fine actor too. She, and she is. She's a fine actress. She's great. She's she's Oh wait, no. I guess you use the uh the gender neutral word. Yeah, I was God, I was actually drink, drinking hot coffee cuz I was going to spit it in your face. <laughs> you saw the venom in my eyes I did. as you dropped that actress. Actress. Bomb. Wow. Actually. What are you from? What are you from? What are you, what are you from? 2010, yeah. you bigot. Yeah, welcome to the 20s. <laughs> it's a roaring 20s fucker. But she's great. 
I, I really do like Ray, and I, I've liked her her arc in Seven. I thought she was great. I'm, like I said, I'm not calling her Mary Sue, mm-hmm. but I think Disney's really leaning on Ray. And the way that they've been going, I don't think they're going to redeem Kylo. I think she's going to do her best. And this whole thing, this whole sequel trilogy to me, is really sort of reinforcing the idea, in my opinion, is that there's not a light or a dark. And I think Eight only drove that nail further into Absol- the coffin. Absolutely. So I Absolutely. think I think she's going to get a chance to show him mercy. He's going to show that he can't be redeemed, and she might have she's to do what to needs to be done. Out. I think that's what's going to happen. I like that. I, and I think the I think the emperor is going to be involved in some capacity. I think he's going to be he's going to be like they're going to go into the force somehow, and he'll I, be there. So I saw that time like travel might be involved. I would vomit. Please oh, no wow. time travel. We haven't time traveled in <laughs> like, eight like other movies. <laughs> what? Like Endgame. Yeah, let's not do that. Dude, time travel is the answer to this. It's, all it's your Disney's fix conclusions. for anything. Yep. Please no time travel. Please don't. You're already going to do the far sector bullshit where the Emperor's been hiding there the whole time and he has 300 Star Destroyers. Uh-huh. If you're going to do that, please don't time travel. Please, 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 please don't time travel. I I think Snoke was a bad Palpatine clone. And he was the emperor. He was Palpatine this whole time, gotcha. and he just didn't want his name out there. Gotcha. That's a classic. That's a classic Legends trope: is that the emperor cloned himself? Oh, he, he, there are definitely clones involved because he's alive. Classic. There's, he's alive. So he he just shot his consciousness back to another clone or some shit. And it's he's, like that episode of Rick and Morty that just came out recently, where he keeps dying, coming mm-hmm. back as a clone. There you go. Uh, and I think he's going to be. I do think Rick will be involved. Rick will definitely be involved. Rick from Rick and Morty will be involved. And I think we, I think Ray was related to somebody. She has to be. I'd say Knights of Ren are probably personal guard to Palpatine or something. They need to, they need to do something at least. Yeah, they really do. They're they just, to, well, they cool. are in it, but they're they, just too we need cool to see more. To not do yeah. anything. Yeah. But I, I, I don't think he's going to be redeemed. I really don't. I don't think Disney has given us any hint that they're, that they're going to. And it's not, it's not because they haven't shown us those bright side moments of him because they have. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just because they've shown so all the times he said no, mm-hmm. and there, it might even be dude. It's going to be like the end of Spider Man, where like Spider Man, Tobey Maguire is mm-hmm. talking to uh, you know the Green Goblin, and he's like, oh, like we're yeah. all cool, and then like he's he's got to take him out. Yeah, you have to. Take I, him that's out. exactly what I think is going to happen. Like that. Because especially, I like that a lot. thank you, thank you, and I, I I especially think so with there could be a Force Ghost, some some thing in creeping suspicion in Ray's ear where Luke is like, I really fucking failed my my nephew. Mm-hmm. I really failed him. That that's where he ends up. That's where Luke ends up. Yeah. He's like he, he's he's irredeemable. Yeah. But I think that's well maybe that'll be the big play, the big power of the, the, the big conflict of this mm-hmm. movie is that Ray is very much convinced that he can be redeemed. Yeah. And, and then at the Luke end she isn't. just realizes, wow, I'm so good, but I just realized that sometimes something has to be done about it. Yeah. That could, that could be it. Because think about the, the whole thing. Think about, I mean, this is kind of to shit on redemption. Mm-hmm. How many times has redemption been a plot in Star Wars and things are still going to shit nine movies later? Mm-hmm. Maybe finally you just you can't redeem somebody. you got to end the Skywalker line. Maybe you have to. You have to. I, I mean, unfortunately. Kill, kill the past if you have kill to. Kill the past if you have to. Yeah. Let's just destroy the sacred Jedi texts with a lightning bolt by if, a ghost. If um, I actually like that moment, but I'm just saying that is what happened. If um, I, if if there's going to be any carryover from the Last Jedi, I like that. I like what you're talking about. That 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 conflict of Ray's like, I can change him. Yeah. And then Luke is like, No, you can't. What what a this is going to be sexist. Woo woo sexist. What a womanly idea. Uh, like, I can change him. He's a bad boy. That is a little. That is a little. Uh, a little on the nose. 
But what I really think, <laughs> what I really think should be, um, how many times has a girl said that to you? Uh, you I'm such a bad, I'm such a bad boy. Of course. <laughs> to quote Billie Eilish, I'm a bad guy. Duh. Duh. Um, <laughs> cancel the podcast right yeah. now. Um, uh, podcast canceled. Thanks for sticking around. No, here. the only carryover I want from Last Jedi is, um, obviously the casino. Just go back. I want all of this movie to be in the casino. I, I want, want you to, to be kill about, yourself. I want it to be about them liberating horses. I want you to kill yourself and riding them. And I want Javier Bardem to be involved making fun of people with, like, Asperger's or whatever he was doing. Whatever, <laughs> whatever the whatever fuck he was doing. That whatever was. that was, more of it. <laughs> I also want Captain Phasma to come back just to be taken down in two seconds. Yep. Yeah. There has to be. And then and then in 15 years, we're going to get a Mandalorian series, but it's going to be Phasmalorian or something. Phasmalorian. And it's going to be dope. All right. So I have two, possibly three fix, depending okay, on time. Okay, now that we're two hours into the podcast. Yeah, now that we're up. three hours in, I have two, possibly three fix, depending on time. Time's out the window. Time is a construct. At okay. This point. Yeah. I I'm gonna um, hate everything I say from this point forward, but it's just to be entertaining. Who's your ship from the sequel trilogy? No one. What? Nobody. I don't ship anybody. I just want them to fight with laser swords, and that's it. Okay. I was actually feeling Finn and Ray for a while. Still am. Still on that train. Sure. Uh, I like the fact that Finn found the first person who was nice to him and just decided to do whatever he could. <laughs> I like that. Time out. I feel like this might. I feel, here's. I feel like it might open up with like a action sequence with mm-hmm. with um, Ray and and Poe and Finn, and then they're like they're back yeah. on the Millennium Falcon. Everyone's like high fiving or whatever, and then Ray po- and and Poe go to the side, and then you reveal that they've been you know hooking up yeah. for like the past like eight years, but no one knows. Yeah, I feel like that might be like an undercurrent of the movie. Like, just because I'm all for chaos, I would love it if they just have like one quick scene. Where they're like, yeah, we did it, we did it. Poe walks over, just does a quick peck on Finn's lips, and just walks away. And everyone's like, oh, 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 what? And then everyone who not, hates that just like loot goes nanners, and everyone that loves it's like, why haven't you done more for that? Oh my god! Nope, like, not part of the movie at all. Just a not quick like, love you, boy. That's just and then they, just keep going. Just that's wait, just, what? That's how they congratulate each other in space. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a, it's a life day thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, just so you know, when you're looking for sequel trilogy fanfic, it's basically all Finn and Poe, but that's okay. So, since your ship is Raylo, you, you just said that you just made that up for me. <laughs> <laughs> since you are a massive Raylo fan, <laughs> having just said I don't ship, anything. having yeah. just yes. said that Raylo you would die for. Yep, I'm gonna read the first fic. It's called a Raylo fic by Treasy on Archive of Our Own. Treasy. Short Treasy. summary. Short Ray Kylo fic. Smiley face. Okay. Raylo again. What is that? Ray and Kylo Ren. They're pairing. Yes. Gotcha. It, it's it's <laughs> Ben <I don't>... Swallow <laughs> connecting to her through the Force, getting her wet. Liter- oh, no, he gets her wet. She gets him wet. She gets him wet. She gets him wet. For yeah. whoever is listening to this for the first time, maybe they're like, oh, Star yeah. Wars. And they battled through two and a half hours of just, you know. Us talking about things they don't get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yes. Kylo Ren, Ray. There's also a massive community online. I don't get it, but massive. people want it. Massive. People want it. Massive. That's okay. Ray picks up Kylo and dunks him into the garbage. Fucking obliterated. Notes. Ray is a lesbian and this ship fucking sucks. That's, that's the end of the fix. Yeah. Wow. What'd you think? Since you're a massive Raylo fan. I mean, why don't you save this for the Drabble Fest? I should have saved We could have done like a hundred of those. That would have been good. So she dunks him in the trash. I, I, that's what a- does this mean? It's an it's a callback to the trash compactor scene yep. from New Hope. Obviously, you've already read way too much into it. I think it's it's this person, and they're 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 throwing. Maybe Rayla she's not away. saying relationship. What if she's saying this ship that we're on, this spaceship, fucking sucks. It's a Raylo ship. 
mm. the spaceship that they share. This is why people listen to us. Mm. This we're is going <laughs> deep. We're going deep. Indeed, indeed. We're going deep. Well, I mean, when you think ships in literature, you have to go back. Moby Dick. Moby Dick. Moby Dick. Absolutely. I'm glad we were on the same Moby one Dick. for that one. Just like, in, and, in, and in Star Wars, I don't know if you know this, because you didn't watch Rebels oh God. by yourself okay. as an adult man. Yep. Yeah, 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Hyperspace travel in the Star Wars universe, they learn how that they learn that technology from giant space whales that can travel in hyperspace. I like that, and by that I mean I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so they're chasing the hyperspace white whale, which is oh, it, it is you. a heteronormative relationship <laughs> in 2020, but she is oh, bucking that and dunking him in the trash. Where him and his old patriarchal, patriarchal? I don't know the word. <laughs> Whatever it is. Uh, ideals belong. Got it. So here's the, re- the real one. The Stormtrooper's Hand Guide on How to Handle an Insufferable Boss by Riff Raffs. It's common knowledge around Starkiller Base that when Kylo throws a tantrum, you make yourself scarce. All the Stormtrooper training re- regimes in the universe still cannot hold a candle to the unbridled anger of a powerful Force user. And most of the tenured soldiers around the base are well aware of this fact. Unfortunately, for the majority of the newer recruits, they have yet to learn this lesson the hard way, and it is one freezing day on the base when an agonized scream rips its way through the metal halls of the base. Is this Starkiller Base? Yes. Okay. FN6123 pauses in his patrol. He's been trained to respond to any and all suspicious activities and fears Captain Phasma something horrible, so he moves towards the noise to fulfill his job duties. When he rounds the corner, the smell of smoke and the odd scent of burning metal filters through his mask, and he pulls out his blaster to investigate the room coming up. What he sees first is that devastating red lightsaber smashing and demolishing a control panel. As he evaluates the situation further, FN6123 realizes... There is no imminent threat. Well, at least not an enemy one. Kylo Ren looks up from his destruction at him, and the stormtrooper is struck frozen by fear. Or, well, apparently not. He's struck frozen by the goddamn force, and Kylo grins wickedly under his mask as he raises the man into the air and chokes him with his full strength. FN6123's last moments are spotty at best. But this close to death, he's apparently become Force-sensitive, and as his pulse peters out, he feels devastation from the jealousy pulsing around his killer. A shame you weren't FN2187, Kylo mutters angrily, still unsatisfied by the sacrifice as he steps over the body of the fallen stormtrooper text at the room. FN2187. Finn. Gotcha. When Starkiller is destroyed and he's fully recovered, Snoke calmly informs Kylo that he cannot take out his frustrations on their troops, however expendable they are. Kylo is thankful he's wearing gloves when he hears the Supreme Leader chiding him like he's a goddamn child, because otherwise his nails would certainly be biting into the palms of his hands from clenching them into fists so hard. He thinks of defying him as he leaves, of heading down to the barracks and unleashing his lightsaber in anger until it floors until the floors run red. But it's a direct command, and Snoke will undoubtedly torture him for such an indestruction. He's so fucking frustrated with it all that he can feel his blood boiling in his veins Mm. and some small part of him knows he needs to calm down kylo tries to meditate he truly makes the effort to realign himself and focus simply on the force and his body but he's too emotional and he finds himself thinking of her oh she's probably off with her friends laughing and plotting his demise and that's it he's lost this battle within his own thoughts and this anger overflows his body has just become a vessel for this entanglement of jealousy and anger and desire to have her. Jesus. Kylo can't help it. 
the first group of stormtroopers he comes across get cut down in moments. Wait a second. Okay. Are they saying that, like, Kylo Ren is just, like, mowing guys down because he's horny? It is month later when Hux makes the mistake of mentioning his scar once when it's just barely healed. It's a passing comment, really, and as soon as it slips through his mouth and he sees Kylo tense up, he's already prepared for the force choke. I like the idea that Hux has just been choked oh. out so many times. He's like, fuck! <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. Clap, clap, clap. He is not prepared, however, for how the unmasked man reaches a hand up to touch the scar on his face, almost caressing it in size. He's almost entirely confident that he hears the man breathily say, she's so strong. <laughs> It is almost more terrifying than the fact that the master of the Knights of Ren can murder him with only a, a lifted hand. Hux does not mention the scar or anything about the girl again. They're fighting, lightsabers drawn as First Order's troops invade the Resistance base in a mass swarm when Rey senses another presence in their midst. Mm -hmm. Kylo grits his teeth against her onslaught. She'd knocked off his mask a few moments ago, and now their eyes meet. His dark pools of passionate anger and hers light with the defiance of a spiritual goodness. A stormtrooper aims his blaster in an attempt to assassinate the Force user fighting against his commander, and his life is snuffed out so suddenly that it makes Rey flinch with the immediate shift in the Force. Kylo's just killed his own soldier with a literal wave of his hand, and she doesn't have time to consider why, as he presses his advantage and bears down on her again with that mm. monstrous lightsaber. Interesting. For some reason, his fighting seems stronger after the incident, more uncontrolled and wild. She doesn't mean to, but their fighting is so intense that it happens almost accidentally, and she can't quite understand why the dip into his mind reveals an almost reverent snarl of, You're mine. Oh. He's gone berserk in their combat, and Ray beats a hasty retreat. She's not sure she can win. So now she's she now they're so in, intertwined in the force she can read his mind apparently just even if it just happens yeah sometimes it just happens sometimes Ooh. it just sorry it doesn't always happen like that sorry yeah. it's never happened like that before. She's dreaming of a planet that Poe told her about, one with something called hot springs, where supposedly you strip down and relax in a naturally Here heated pool of warm we water. Go. As a water-starved junk rat from a desert planet, Ray thinks this appeals magnificently water to her. Water-starved junk rat. That's like the Pornhub title. That for is him. absolutely. Water-scarred junk rat. Pleasure's masked man. <laughs> Slobs on his lightsaber. Did anyone order some power converters? No, fuck. <laughs> no, instead of that, it's just like... <laughs> it's definitely the aliens from the canteen. 100%. Yeah. I'm glad you got that. Ray thinks this appeals magnificently to her, so she has no qualms as she opens her eyes to see the steamy, rocky surface. Nobody's around. I thought so that was going to be like the steamy, rocky surface of like his washboard abs. Nobody's around, so she slowly undresses, feeling a bit sensual in the steamy atmosphere of the spring, and slides her hands down her body as she steps into the hot water. I'm not going to lie. I'm interested. Uh-oh. Where's this going? Uh -oh. oh, boy. Where's this going? Oh, boy. Her eyes are closed. Oh, the table's The picture lifting. of her. What the fuck? Her eyes are closed. <laughs> table's lifting. It's the force. I swear. It's the force. <laughs> <laughs> her eyes are closed the perfect i force choked my chicken the perfect the picture of perfect relaxation as she's almost fully submerged under the water when a large smooth hand presses itself between her legs what she already knows she's dreaming and the notion of pleasure is rather attractive 
So Ray moans softly as the fingers tease and caress her sex. Dude, this has gotten really. This was so graphic. Is this the same fan fiction? Yeah, is same this, one. Is the same one. Yeah. What uh, is this rated? Uh, just for people who don't know, there are ratings for yeah. all fan. What is this one rated? I'll, I'll go. I'll tell you at the end. I'll go back up to the top. Because like end. before this, it was yeah. totally, totally normal, total gen fic. I also just want to um, do the woo 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 caress her sex. That's one of the uh, the sexual tropes. Mm-hmm. That trope featured prominently in the uh, the definitely inappropriate yes. uh, Harry, Styles. Harry Styles. They used that one a lot. That was good, yeah. And then Matt went bananas. Yeah, he went bananas with it. What, weeping puss, was that it? Is that what was in that one? <laughs> no, it was like heart, something about her sex and he, yeah. just, he started dying. A finger slides into her and she barely opens her eyes to see that mop of unruly black curls peeking out of the water. What? Affectionate eyes twinkling at her oh as she God. gasps Wait, and unravels under his careful ministrations. <laughs> was he under she does not what okay honestly if i'm stepping in a hot spring naked and someone caresses my sex i'm not gonna just be for it you, well you're connected by the force you know who it is yeah she knows who he it was. was literally he was just like he was he was he, he pulled a tub, fucking uh, apocalypse now just rose <laughs> <laughs> up with yeah. a reed in yeah, his yeah. mouth for air she does not see or sense the black garbed figure watching her from a distance what there's there's another person there watching them no oh boy nor does she does he see the face of the one pleasuring her? Though it is one he sees every time he deigns to look in a mirror. He wakes up after that. Oh, he's watching her dream. Ah, gotcha. So she's dreaming of him caressing her sex, and he's yep. watching it from a distance. That's not creepy at all. No. Not creepy He wakes up after that, and the damage done to his room is so severe that he is permanently moved <laughs> to a different living quarters. Hux, in addition, decidedly does not mention to the rest of the troops how an entire squadron vanished overnight. Oh my gosh. Ray's barely got her lightsaber in her hands again, ready to topple over the group of three stormtroopers moving towards her, when one of them yells out a frantic, Wait! We're not here to fight! She shoots them in a disbelieving look as she turns the saber on. Laser crackling and waves it around to indicate that bodies she's already dropped. We're in the middle of a raid and you're not going to try to annihilate us, she asks. Not likely. And then she's charging them, but she doesn't feel the shift in the force that indicates the life forms she's engaging in battle against are about to fight for their lives. Oh, interesting. I'm glad she feels shifts in the force and that's been explained to us very clearly in the eighth movie as she trained for the 30 seconds she trained with Luke. (laughs) It throws her off, used to encountering the strange mix of killing intent and self-sacrifice that she's used to feeling from the armies of stormtroopers, and maybe they aren't here to fight her. Finn was capable of dissenting, so isn't it possible that they're not lying? This only goes. She she has a redemption thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. She, she stops. She has in, a redemption fetish. That could be it. Yeah. That's her kink. Mm-hmm. She stops in front of the one who had spoken, lightsaber threateningly close to his neck. All right, I'm listening. We have a favor to ask, one of the stormtroopers says slowly, almost sheepishly. The blank white faces of the masks stare back at her, but Ray can feel waves of embarrassment and fear rolling off of them. Ray doesn't have all day to pander to them, so she lets out a low growl, daring them to, to continue. Hmm. Can you please fuck Kylo Ren already? Comes out desperately. And it's got to be the absolute last thing that she ever expected to what hear. What a turn this fan fiction has taken. What? She thinks? And maybe she said it aloud because he continues. The man is absolutely nuts. We're running out of options. When he even thinks of you with another person, he murders us. We're cannon fodder for his temper tantrums. And he needs to get laid. By you. For the good of the universe. He killed my best friend because you hugged that goddamn traitor. One pipes up, anger and sorrow causing his voice to crack. Ray's fairly sure he's, she's gone into some form of shock at this point. This can't be reality, can it? 
She's got to regroup. She takes a look at the stormtroopers, a fierce light glinting in her eyes as she says, Run, run, run right now before I reconsider. They're gone in a blink of an eye. Finn looks like she's speaking Wookiee, Poe is choking on the rations he's eating, and Ray considers letting him suffer for a brief moment before she slams her hand down hard on his back. The moment his throat is cleared, though, he bursts into laughter, and she regrets helping him immediately. You? He gasps in between his tears of laughter. A scavenger from a little nowhere planet have managed to unwittingly seduce your mortal enemy? Ray wants to threaten to choke him again with the Force, but that would be treading a line too close to the dark. Shut up! This is serious. I have no idea what to do. Now, reading this, I, it makes me think that the author is making fun of Raylo, mm-hmm. but they're not. They're a big Raylo fan. There's so many layers. This yeah. is one of the greatest fan fictions we've ever read. The- Okay. The entire situation is so bizarre. Every time she thought about the Stormtrooper encounter, she couldn't see any way for it to be a trick. Those men had risked their lives to deliver the message to her, and she hadn't felt anything about them lying when they'd spoken. But seriously? Fraternizing with the energy? (laughs) Finn has a bizarre look on his face. Wait, Ray. This could be your fate. She leans over to him, curious. Poe seems to be doing a great impression of a dying resistance pilot in the background, so she ignores him. Hmm. You need to convince them to come to the light, right? What if the only way to do that is by, you know, sleeping with them? <laughs> Pose howling wait, wait, wait. now. I love, I love the like. Whenever someone's like, you know, they're like about to come up with a euphemism. Yeah, and it's like, like, like it, you, you know, know, suck his dick. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, you need to let him come on your tummy. <laughs> it's like I don't know how to say this, but you need to you know, do the hokey pokey and let him stick it in the behind. You know. <laughs> I think he just needs to fuck your ass. Exactly. <laughs> really? Yeah, what? great. Very tack. Very yeah. tacit. Yeah. Oh, that's what we were going for. This is a family show. Poe's howling now, drawing attention from all areas of the mess hall, and he strangles out, Ray's so good in bed, she can make you change sides. Sometimes she hates her friends. Is that why Finn and Poe are gay? Finn had sex with her once, and now he's gay. She made him change sides. <laughs> Got him! Whoa! Okay. I'm not proud of that one. I mean, it's it's interesting. Poe seems pretty regressive if he thinks that, you know. You can just, <laughs> you can just switch sides, buddy. Exactly. Fuck you, Poe. <laughs> Poe, po, I really don't like Poe in this. No, I, I don't. I've never liked Poe. I don't like Poe in There's, this at all. I don't like Poe in anything Star Wars. I don't think he's a good character. Yeah, I'll find you a good Poe fic. Okay. That has nothing to do with Finn. Okay. He, uh, quick aside, he's going to play um, Duke Leto in Dune. And uh, I just think there's a better casting out there. Dude, Oscar Isaac's awesome. He's great, but I don't think he's good for that character. He's gonna he's gonna do it amazingly, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. It could have been someone else. He's gonna be Timothy Chalamet's dad. Is Timothy Chalamet the main character? Yes. Oh, nice. I yeah. love I love some Timmy Shells. Timmy Shells. Timothy. I told you I saw him at a Knicks game, right? Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, say that. I saw him at a Knicks game. Things come to a head on a small forest planet of all places. Things come to a head. Ray is running at top speeds that crashed the crashed wreckage of a, dry, a fighter jet, and she knew even before it flew overhead that it was Poe's craft. It looks like a tie has somehow managed to shoot him down, and she dodges as it fires at her and flies away. Poe? Sh- shit! Poe! She's yelling, panicked as she stumbles over the mess of the ruined aircraft. She can still feel his life force through the force, but Luke hasn't managed to teach her how to force heal yet, and she can feel his heartbeat stuttering. He coughs out a ray, and she's almost overwhelmed by the relief that drenches her like a bucket of cold water. 
I'm here, Poe. You'll be all right, she calls out in response. She makes her way carefully over the wreckage. I hope Poe doesn't make it. I hope he doesn't make it. I hope he doesn't either. And sees him bleeding but unconscious. But conscious. He flashes her a grin and murmurs. What? As a just chauvinist, bigoted Poe. I don't Mm -hmm. want want to make it. Really? You don't think Admiral Holdo can take over the the squadron, (laughs) Poe? You fucking bigot. He flashes her a grin and murmurs. Ain't it nice being rescued by a pretty girl? You motherfucker! Dude, Poe is the least woke Star Wars character. Fuck this guy. What new Star Wars fuck? Exactly. If he can make jokes, Ray knows he's probably all right, so she digs around in the cockpit after scoffing at him. <laughs> he's a coughing up blood. Ah, you're fine. Yeah, and she dug around in the cockpit. Oh, boy. The emergency kit stowed in the cockpit isn't I'm too right, damaged. What is, what is this called again? A, a stormtrooper's field Hand guide? Hand guide, yeah. Dealing with their irate boss or something How, like that. Where, where are the tips? Where's the, it, It's supposed to be written like a handguide, I would assume. No. Are you really going to nitpick this? Yeah. That's what the show's about. <laughs> That's what we do. Hey, let, let me, let's finish, then you can nitpick. Okay. okay. Maybe there's a list at the end. Okay. And Ray grabs a jar of Bacta from it before slathering it all over the injuries she can right. see. Right. It looks like... What, <laughs> I just picture Poe now like, no, no, the big injuries between my legs. Just smear the Bacta there. Oh, God. Oh, you really have to rub it in. Okay. It looks like a part of the ship rammed into his shoulder as he landed, and Ray thinks she should wait to pull it out until they're on safer ground. Oh, you know what's going to happen? Prediction. Oh, Kylo Kylo Ren's going to see see him slathering Poe with Bacta. Pulling it out, yeah. Yeah. Was flying too low to do a proper ejection, he explains, inhaling sharply when she prods too deeply at the pole embedded in his shoulder, but low enough to survive the crash. Finn's going to be pissed, she says softly, smiling down at him. I'm glad you're okay, though. Let's get you out of here. Is that implying yep, that they're yep, together? Yep. Yeah, it is. Okay. No, it's, 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 it's in there. Poe bemoans the loss of his jet as they walk towards the resistance stronghold. Ray supporting jet. the majority his, of his, his body jet. weight. His jet. His X-wing. His, his jet. jet? <laughs> Ray supporting the majority of his body weight as her arm rests securely around his waist. He's got his good arm wrapped around her shoulder, and they make it a few hundred feet before a deep, rage-filled voice growls out above the sounds of the battle in the distance. Get away from him! She'd recognize that voice anywhere. He was in her sex earlier. Get away. And she starts to panic. Why didn't you text me last night? Why didn't you text me, you bitch? I feel like Kylo's one of those guys that, like, falls in love with a girl on Tinder in, like, three days. And then she's like, I'm not in in this. He's like, are you serious? I'm not going to be single any longer. Oh, yeah. What? He he tells... Oh, uh, chill. He's just, like, um, from your uh, Rudolph fan fiction. He tells One Night Stands that he loves him. Poe needs medical attention, and who's to say that Kylo Ren won't cut him down to get to her? Poe seems to be thinking along the same lines. Go get him, girl. I can make it back okay. The back to helped a lot. <laughs> Ray looks at him warily. Are you sure? Don't think I have a chance, he resp- a choice, he responds, before he grins maniacally all of a sudden, and Ray gets a sinking feeling in her stomach. Poe leans forward, pressing a no, kiss to her forehead, no, no. before she pushes her away and bolts towards the str- yeah. their stronghold as an anguished howl fills the area. I'm your opponent. Not him, Ray bites out, unsheathing her lightsaber. How do you unsheath it? Is that just pressing the button? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poe is very much like a wingman right now. He's like, oh, I'm going to be over here. You guys. I got him jealous for you. Yeah. But Kylo Ren has no lightsaber out to meet her attacks. Just an outstretched hand and amongst imposing figure. 
Very well, is all he says, stepping closer to her. Ray's always been stronger in the Force than him, even from the first interrogation encounter, but Kylo Ren sounds more dark than she's ever heard him before. When he almost yells, Sleep, girl! She can't even resist it, his power enveloping her in darkness. So he's going to rape her. He had some pretty dope powers in 7, where he would just like knock someone out. When he fucking took that blaster and just held it there, it was awesome. I want to see him do more stuff like that. She awakens quickly, alert and ready to brawl. She's lying on a bed, but unrestrained, so she immediately sits up and searches for her weapon. Naturally, it's missing, and she turns to the figure standing quietly by the door. What do you want, Kylo Ren? Ray growls. If he wants a force battle, she's got one for him, and the training Luke has drilled into her comes to the forefront of her mind. That is a complicated question, he responds, and some tiny, tiny part of her is glad that he sounds calm once again, not like the sheer evil she'd heard before. Seems like I've got some time, is her response, and damn, it's hard being trapped in close quarters with him. Damn. He isn't wearing his mask or the majority of his usual outfit, and she can see the pale, toned flesh of his arms. He's totally ripped. I hope the, I hope when, the mask comes back, because he does destroy it at the end of 8. Is he wearing it in the trailers? They don't show, you don't remember where they show him welding it back together? No. Yeah, it's all like cut back together and has like weld marks, okay. but it's back. Eh, okay. When they usually meet, the heat of the battle distracts her well enough, but the quiet of the room does nothing to quell the deep, burning attraction she's always felt to him. I find myself wondering why you, he says, calculated eyes observing her carefully. Why me what? Why I can use the force? No. And he's shaking his head, looking annoyed. Why I can't stop thinking about you. Some little junk rat from Jakku. He pauses a for a water moment. starved junk rat. Water starved junk. You know they use that term once in the movies, and all the fans are like, "She's a junk rat." Oh Why? my god, they're talking about the, the stormtrooper's hand guy. Why it pisses me off every time I see you with anyone that isn't me. And maybe the confession is too candid, too obvious. But it's not like he can take it back now. The room is tense, and Ray isn't entirely sure how she should respond. Didn't know you were the jealous type. Surely isn't even a viable option among her possible responses, but somehow it's what her mind has decided on without her permission. And his eyes flash dangerously, lips pulled into a scowl as he strides quickly across the room. So they hand this out to every stormtrooper when they first start, this hand guide. I guess so. Yeah. (laughs) Here's your hand guide. Uh, You're going to want to read it alone. You're going to want to read it alone and without your armor on. He pushes her down onto the bed, and before she can contest the motion, he's climbing on top of her. Here's a nice jar of back for you as well. But (laughs) but not entirely unwelcome. It doesn't even cross Ray's mind that she could easily use the Force to repel him away. Instead, she watches, eyes wide, as she arches, as he arches over her. Grabbing her wrists, he harshly pulls them above her head and ensnares them with his long fingers. It takes minimal effort for him to rip her shirt, exposing her shoulders and the bindings across her chest. Looming on top of her, Ray can feel her heart picking up frantically as she has to even the odds. This is another fight of theirs, both scrambling to gain the upper hand, and so she looks, she hooks a leg behind his knees and pushes her hips up onto his. A strangled moan bursts forth from his lips at the contact, and then there's a counter. And then as a counter, he's pressing her down into the mattress, and she can feel how hard he is. Jesus how Christ! How much he wants her. She's still <laughs> restrained by his hand, but Ray isn't out of the fight yet. She has to tilt her neck up at an awkward angle to kiss him, but she manages. And he's only just opening the seam of his lips to her prying tongue when she bites down hard on his lip, drawing blood. You're so goddamn tall, she complains as she resumes her former position and <laughs> shudders Alex as he and I makes... are tall guys. Yeah, so we're we, tall yeah, dudes. We I, I hear that all the time. All, yep. all the time. All the star, the star, starved junk rats. Yep. Tell me that. And shudders as he licks a stripe up her collarbone Ooh. and her neck. Whoa. Wow. Okay. Descriptive. Powerful. Yeah, very descriptive. And you're so 
goddamn mine, he responds, looking satisfied at the trail of blood that smears down her exposed flesh, biting down hard on her shoulder. Ooh. He's marking her. No, we're getting into marking? Fuck, bro. Yeah. That's a Teen Wolf thing. Yeah, a little Teen Wolf action. She thinks, and the thought shouldn't be as hot as it is, but she's squirming and moaning underneath him, and he hasn't even really touched her yet, which isn't fair. Her eyes flutter as she, as he soothes the wound with his tongue carefully. I'm just staring out the window trying to figure out what that person's watching on TV, because I can't. I, this is too much. This is way too much. <laughs> this is too much. Afraid you'll have to earn that, she manages to get out, and it's like a switch has been flipped. She supposes she should have known he'd be the possessive type. Are you really? Now you figure that? As he's raping you and licking his blood all over your body, you're like, oh, he might be a little possessive. Yeah, this guy's a little clingy. This guy's just a little clingy. A little clingy. That lightsaber belongs to me. Oh, they're still going back and forth with so. his lightsaber. But seeing the evidence of just how much he wants to own her isn't entirely unappealing. Oh, who exactly is she kidding? When are we gonna get She's this wet as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that again. She's wet as hell. It's like there's so much danger and conflict, but I'm wet, I'm as, wet, as, I'm wet as hell, dog. I'm freaking wet as hell, brah. Fuck. Who am I kidding? Intergalactic <laughs> danger? I'm wet as hell right now. Yo, you're wet as hell without me? Damn. No, he growls out. You are mine. And he's so confident in his response so sure she'll submit to him that Ray feels a slight flicker of frustration. She's not a possession to be won. And even if she wants this, That's there's right, no girl. way she's going to make it easy for him. Thank you, Ray. That's right, girl. Get him, girl. Hmm, she says offhandedly, as though she isn't about to be ravished. No, I don't think I am. Get him, Ray! She can feel his hand tighten around her wrists, and she's fairly sure they're going to bruise. He seems enraged, almost unstable at her response, and she sh- takes the advantage of the moment to concentrate. You will unhand me, she says. Uh-oh, Jedi mind trick. Pure confidence reflecting in her eyes. I will unhand you, uh-oh, Kylo says. Uh-oh. And his grip loosens before releasing. Ray knows she only has a few moments before the hazy obedience of the Force lifts, and she slides out from underneath him. She turns him over and climbs on top of him, uh-oh. her knees caging his legs between her. People don't always get their way, she murmurs at his shocked expression when Clarity reaches his eyes again. He's lying on the bed now, and Ray thinks she'll take her time with him. You, he starts, but he's, she's kissing him earnestly now, tongues entwining as they both fight for dominance. That's a, that's a trope! Tongues are always battling. Battling for dominance. They're always fighting. She's not going to just lie there and let him fuck her into submission. No. She's a goddamn Jedi of the light, and she's wet as hell. No, no, that's not it. I'm sorry. She's a goddamn Jedi of the light, and she's stronger than him. From this position, she can angle her hips and grind down on top of him, and his gasping reaction is certainly the one he's looking for. You know, um, that's going to be my new, like, it is what it is, or, or say la vie. It's like, hey, man, <laughs> work was hard, it's been raining today, but I'm wet as hell. <laughs> I'm wet as hell. Life is good, man. I'm wet as hell. I'm wet as hell. She reaches out with the force into his mind. She can hear a slightly panicked, shit, I'm going to come, I think and it's The Happening, starring, uh, starring Mark Wahlberg, the End ah. Night Shyamalan nice. film. That's how uncomfortable I am right now. I'm she watching doesn't, The Happening. She doesn't... <laughs> in, a, in a TV across the courtyard. <laughs> She doesn't ease up on the pressure, hips gyrating sensually over his lengths, and she has him coming before she's even taking a stitch of clothing off of him. His orgasm is powerful. She can tell from the plissed out, almost agonizing look on his face, and satisfaction warms her veins. Her sex is aching now, through a though desperate for attention, and while he recovers, she sits back on her knees and slips out of her ruined shirt and baggy pants. 
While she's unbinding her chest and unraveling her underclothes, she can feel his eyes on her, and when, he's fi- when she's finally naked, tanned desert flesh revealed, she smirks. You didn't think we were done, did you? Kylo looks reverent before he slides his own complicated clothing off. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. His complicated clothing. Yeah, why not? The author's like, I'm done. It's too complicated. Yeah, the bindings it. and yeah, the, the belts. It. and yeah, t- Complicated clothing. He doesn't bother to untie the wraps binding him, instead tearing them apart quickly, and he looks up at her expectantly once his long, flushed cock is released Aww. from its slightly sticky confines. I, Adam Driver is a veteran. He's, al- <laughs> He's a marine, goddammit. <laughs> He's already hard again, and Ray can admire such a libido, so she crawls back on top of him. Who belongs to who, then, she goads, and she's dripping wet as she slides her... <laughs> I'm going to say it. Dude, I didn't think this is where we were going. I'm going to say okay. it, and she's dripping wet as she slides her cunt oh, no. teasingly no. against his cock. Oh. I might I might bleep it in post. We we are literally trying to get people to listen. We're doing a Star Wars. We just talked about our, our rela- relationship to it, how much we loved it as kids, and now where are we? Where are we now? We're in the 20s. <laughs> it's the roaring 20s, boys. Welcome to the 20s. Hey, fuck it. I'm still wet. What is it? <laughs> wet as I'm hell. Wet, I'm wet as hell. I'm wet as hell. Bro. I'm wet as hell. He groans involuntarily before sliding his arms over her toned ass. You belong to me, <laughs> he says as he adjusts her over his length Dang, and girl, pushes her down Peloton? in one smooth stroke. <laughs> you gotta pop. Having him inside of her is better than the first drink of water after days of dehydration, and she falls apart on top of him. Teasing him had also meant teasing herself, and she's desperate for relief now. They begin a quick, rough rhythm, his cock sliding deeply into her slick wetness Dude, I, before he I pulls out. I love the way out. you read these. I love the way you just read this. It, it moves like a, like a musical sonata. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like, you build it up, and it's like, oh, now they're grinding. His cock sliding deeply inside of her slick wetness before he pulls out until almost completely unsheathed That's and pushing out. back That's in. That's a shout out to you. I appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. She thinks she might be sobbing in between her moans. Sob? Why is she sobbing in between her moans? But all she can feel is the sensation of his cock ramming into her. How romantic. Ray hardly notices when he flips her onto her back again while they're still connected, but this new angle allows him to fuck her harder. She wraps her legs around his waist as he pounds into her. Tell me, Ray, he commands. And his next thrust pushes into her so deeply she feels like, like, there's two eyes in that one, she might break apart. <laughs> she can't even form words at this point, and she's fucking her, and he's fucking her fiercely, but he refuses to let up his demands. What? I was about to say, you can tell, like, the, the author is getting into it. Yeah, like, oh, like, oh, my like, God. Like, her mind was dissolved into a litany of loud moans, and by the force or some miracle, she manages to cry out, I'm yours, before her orgasm hits her, Jesus. and her vision explodes into pure white. She's hope. Uh, she hopes he's coming with her because, fuck, she feels incredible and boneless. And she's not going to be able to get him off again after this. Did she become a hut? Did she become a hot wing? Gelatinous. (laughs) She's a boneless wing. It feels like hours later when she comes back to the present, she could get used to these mind-blowing orgasms. He's still lying on top of her, inside of her, heart racing and breathing, only just beginning to even out. Mmm, she sighs, half-heartedly, moving on one arm to slide up and down his back. Same, he murmurs, face down. That's, That's a good way to end having sex. Same. Same, he murders, face down into the bedding. Ray figures... <laughs> Wait, the in- face down? I guess. Just face down. She's just some heartfelt, like, sentiment. And he's like, same. Same. Ray figures the endorphins are still rushing through his body, and she can pull off a joke or two. So she murmurs into his ear, pressed closely against him. So can I call you Ben yet? 
She's shocked when he doesn't respond in outrage, responding instead with a quiet, seductive, you can call me whatever you want and I'll respond, Ray. Oh, Poe is never going to let her live this one down. So yeah, that was the Stormtrooper's hand guide on how to handle an insufferable boss. <laughs> what? By Rip Raffs. I got so lost. Oh my god. It's like, you ever seen that YouTube video where it's like the steps to weight loss? Yep. It was like... Oh, with uh, Beck Bennett, yeah. yeah. It's like, number one, da- uh, you know, cut down carbs. Number yeah. two, have your heart broken. Have your heart broken. I love that, dude. Dude, that's what that was like. Where did that go? Where did that go? Was that separate chapters or was that all one? It was like separate chapters, yeah. Obviously, they must have started out. They had like breaks out. in the, yeah. What the heck was that, man? Rating explicit. Uh, creator chose not to use archive warnings. Graphic depictions of violence. <laughs> they chose specifically to give no clue as yep. to what was going to come down. Uh, the additional tags were jealous Kylo, shameless stormtrooper murdering, coming in your pants because why the fuck not, and no, humor. Tag. Yeah. And collections Star Wars Awakens kink meme refictionista's favorite fix. Fictionistas. That too. So yeah, that was the Stormtrooper's hand guide on how to handle an insufferable boss. So if you're a Stormtrooper, now you know how to handle an insufferable boss. Or if you just have an insufferable boss, carry these principles with Mm -hmm. you into the workplace. Make Daisley Ridley fuck them. Yep. Make them come in their pants, and mm-hmm. they'll probably be happy. I mean, quite frankly, yeah. it probably would work. It's pretty good. Yeah, pretty it's pretty good. Sad. It's yeah. sound advice. Sound um, advice. I just want to talk about how unfortunate it depicts uh, masculine angst and anger. Is your really ans- your only answer is for them to have sex? Yep. Well, that's just that's, that's, that's so the, not cash that's, money. That's the, that is very not cash money. That is not it, Chief. No. <laughs> but it's just showing that when a man is power-hungry and driven, the only thing that'll settle him down is, you know, satiating his sexual appetite. So of course. You, do you know that... That's Leonardo, all he cares about. Leonardo, That's all I care about. Leonardo da Vinci refused to have sex, and he refused to masturbate. He was an incel. He was an incel. He felt like he was more productive, and he could use his energy towards creativity instead of sex. Hmm. Which makes me think, how much more productive would I be if I didn't whack it? That's at least 30 seconds a day you get back. A lot more than that. I spent a lot more time a day whacking it than that. Yeah, so what are uh, comments, criticisms, critiques, concerns, um, compliments? Well, I mean, for, for comments, it hit a lot of the tropes. Yep. It yep. hit a lot of this invisible framework that yep. somehow connects. It's like the force. Yep. It connects all fans. It connects fiction, all of us. Whether, you know, subconsciously or not. Yeah. Definitely subconsciously. Um, criticisms, I mean... I like the premise of a hand guide mm-hmm. for, that's given to stormtroopers, yep. kind of like an unofficial, like, yep. hey, hey, that's Kylo Ren. You don't want to yeah. get on his bad side. No. Does not deliver on that at all, in the slightest. I will argue that point with you, but okay. It doesn't deliver on that? No, it does deliver. On the premise of a like a training <laughs> manual? It, it delivers on that. Absolutely. In what way? I don't know. I'm okay, just it does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um I mean, pretty, pretty, pretty par for the course. It just yeah. felt like everything leading up to their, 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 uh, you know, consummation encounter. Yeah, it was just superfluous. Like, why, why did that even? They should have just had him fuck in the beginning. Start with the slathering yeah. of the Bacta, and then just get down to business. Yep. Don't beat around the bush. Yep. Don't beat around the bush. Get mm-hmm. up in that bush. Get up in the bush. You know what I'm saying? Put your finger into the sex. Yep. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. I will also say I hate that trope of like two people that don't like each other but just have sex and now they like each other. I just don't like that trope. Just get with. over it, you two. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I hate that. <laughs> Let me just fucking get over it. Give, give, well, give me an example if you, if you can. I'm not putting you on the spot or anything. What's another example of that? Um, I think community. 
Okay. That happens in yeah, community. Sure. It's a great episode when it happens. Yeah, but sitcoms. It's a big sitcom. It is. Thing. Mm-hmm. It is. I don't think there's. I don't. Sometimes when there's conflict between two people, like a charged conflict, I don't think it's sexual. I don't think it has to be. But well, everyone always wants to make it. I that mean, way. that's in media when a when a man. It's like uh, when a man and a woman are are opposed to each other, yep. and th- they're going to end up hooking up. And, and yeah. you know, anything you can do, I can do better. So much. And then they fuck, and then they, in bro. like the forties yeah. way, which is like a peck on the cheek. Yeah. And I think that's she why she showed her ankle to him and everything. Oh God! Yeah, yeah it's scandalous. scandalous. But I think I think that we've been programmed yeah. to think that way, yeah. so that when we see these a man and a woman, and yeah. one's a villain, one's a hero, we're like, oh, they're gonna bang. And it's, it's just they're crazy, gonna bang like, for sure. It's funny too because it's never like, oh, his dick made her evil. It's her vagina made him good. <laughs> good. Maybe his dick made her evil. Maybe dick too bomb. Now she's evil Ray with the red lightsaber that is double bladed. That's and, true. Yeah, double bladed dildo. I don't know. I don't know these things, so mm-hmm. interesting. Um, no, I, I, I definitely think why Ray. To get to your point, yeah. why Ray Low exists in the yeah. first place is that if it was a dude, if if Ray was a guy, or if they were both chicks, there probably wouldn't be any tension between them. Be like, oh, there's the villain, there's the yeah. hero. In Face Off, no one's looking for Nick Cage and John Travolta to get on. Well, you might except not be. for me, yeah, except for yeah. me and mm-hmm. you. Of course, yeah. we're looking for it. Yeah, don't speak, always. No, don't speak for everyone on that one. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll speak for you and I. We okay. are, but yeah. yeah. But that's like when when you have that dynamic, that gender yeah. dynamic between a, a man and a woman. It's like, well, this has to They're end in boning. It has to. Fuck. It has to. Yeah. And then so the world of fan fiction, even if it is a man and a woman, people are so like, they're gonna fuck. <laughs> yeah, they're going to fuck. Yep. Yeah. That, that, that's why. That's why I think Raylo yeah. exists. I think that's it's a helpful. This has been a helpful. It has uh, um, uh, an aid it to has. our discussion. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Well, that was something. We got something out of nothing. We got something out of something out of nothing. Well, I'm excited for episode nine because it's going to be over finally. And, and it's not going to be that. Move on to more Star Wars. It might be. You can't say that definitively. <laughs> I, I can't. No, you can't. Uh, I'm excited to move on and see more stuff than just the Skywalker saga. Yeah. If it's more like the Mandalorian, I'm pretty excited. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, what are you stoked on this week, Ryan? <sighs> what am I stoked on? You know, I ask you this every week, and you always have to. It's think. always a surprise. It's always <laughs> you're always unexpected. Me? Actually, uh, I'm like lightly stoked because I'm just right. getting into it. There's um there's a Netflix series that just came out called The Spy. Okay, if you've heard of it. Hmm. Um, it's uh, executive produced and starring Sasha Baron Cohen. Okay, in a serious role. Okay, he it's a historical. Uh, yeah, it's based on you know, something that actually happened. Because uh, I'm not smart enough to come up with a real word. That's for okay. It. Thank you. Um, it's based on nobody's smart on this podcast. <laughs> It's based on the uh, Israeli intelligence agency, the okay. Mossad, back in uh, the early 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this agent, his name's Elia Cohen. Okay. And he went undercover um, to go into Syria to try to extract information. What were they doing? There's nice. a lot of attacks and unrest. Yeah. So a real guy. Um, and it's just basically his story, starting from his recruitment and up through his eventual you know, spoilers, yeah. capture, and, and yeah. execution. Um, really good. Sasha Baron Cohen, a re- great actor. Yeah. Is really good in this as a serious actor. Um, it's just it's very interesting. Okay, it's well acted, like well that. written. It's good stuff, and I will it's look on Netflix, it. so yeah. you just gotta check it out. Um, I'm gonna rescind a previous stoked on of mine. Uh-oh. Uh oh, Titan season two, shit the bed. At the oh end. no, no. The last like four episodes are just frustratingly wow. boring and bad, and the last episode. Which was supposed to be the big reveal for a bunch of things. Uh-huh. It's when they show Nightwing for the first time after like thirty episodes. Uh-huh. Did did they? Is it just disappointing, or did they not deliver at all? Both. So they actually did. It just was bad, or I'm- the Nightwing stuff was cool, but the the it was. I get that Nightwing can't just appear. He has to like. 
do something. He has to go through that change of not wanting to be with Bruce, all that other stuff. And it happens, but it just takes so long. But they do do a thing that I like where they have Bruce as his confidence. Not confidence. As his conscience. They have Bruce as his conscience. And I like that, but it just kind of just drags on. And Dick Grayson does the whole martyr thing like Dick Grayson does, and it kind of gets annoying. But the reveal for him is pretty cool. The final fight with Deathstroke is awful. What? Very quick. Oh, no. And the thing is, that Deathstroke, I think, is the best live-action Deathstroke we've had so far. Mm-hmm. Better than the CW one, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Don't like how they ended it. And they were teasing that one of the Titans might die. And this isn't a spoiler. I won't say who died, but I thought it was going to be Hawk. Mm-hmm. And the, the well, arc spoiler, they, it's not Hawk. That's what I meant, spoiler, not teaser. Spoilers, mm-hmm. it's not Hawk. There you go. Eliminate him from the 30 Titans, or however <laughs> many there are. I thought it was going to be him, and the arc they had him on would have been would have made a lot of sense, and mm-hmm. I would have liked it because he he has like a rocky path, and I would have like I would have liked to train and drink eggs and climb steps like a rocky path. Uh, he's addicted to I believe heroin. He's uh, addicted to something spice, to drugs. So you know, if it had been the person who was saved, I won't say who it is, but it's very easy to figure out. Uh, in pursuit of the person who. Or, like, the person who died saving the person who was saved, okay. it would have made a lot of sense to be him instead, and uh, they just kind of shit the bed. Mm. It was it was the the death was laughable. The way that it, it ended was just bad, and I just so this is you're not stoked. You're anti stoked. I'm anti stoked. I'm rescinding a previous stoked. That's, unfortunately, that has never happened. I want to uh, well in honor of that. I want to double down on a stoked. Go ahead, listen to Old Town Road again. It's the end of the year. It's the end of the decade. I'm going to double down on a kill yourself. It's the song of the decade. I'm going to double down on a kill yourself. It's the song of a generation, perhaps. It's not. It's so not at all. You're rescinding a stoked, which is first interesting. Well, first I can be had. stoked on that first half of the season because I still like the first the first half. Okay. But the second half was... So an act... Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I still recommend watching it so you get the full story. We're going to have to go back and edit that stuck. Yeah. It's going to be struck from Lucas. the record. Makoki! Yep. It's going to be Alex, what are you stuck on? Makoki! And then just cuts right to the end. Well. I appreciate you guys listening to us. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you're also stoked for episode nine. Uh, if you like it and you know have any thoughts, tweet us. Send us some snail mail. I don't give a fuck what you do, honestly. But let's if you want to interact, let's interact. We have a Facebook, a YouTube, a Twitter, a I'm not even gonna fucking mention the Tumblr, but we I guess I just did by not mentioning it, but whatever. And we also have a Patreon. We'd appreciate you guys following us on there. Uh, we try to get stuff on there, but sometimes we're bad, just because we're bad in general. But mm-hmm. it's no big deal. And uh, yeah, thanks for giving us your time. Hope you enjoyed it. And as we're nearing the end of the year, thanks for all the listens, everybody. And uh, we will catch on the flip side. Get flippity flop. The flippity flop flop. See you on the the dark the, side. The dark side. Ryan, what should we remember? This is going to be a short one today. All right. We're all going to remember legendary Jedi Master Yoda and his infamous words, wet or wet as hell, there is no dry. <laughs>